0: Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 461. Alvaron nodded, his gray eyes showing he understood. The mayor was no fool. He knew the cost of a loaf. I'll have Stapes get you the key to Cotacus's tower, he said. How long will this charm take to produce? I paused as if considering. At least four days, your grace. That would give me time for the muddy waters of my creative well to clear. Or time for Denna to return from whatever errand had pulled her suddenly away. If I was sure of his equipment, it could be sooner. But I will have to move carefully. I don't know what Codicus might have done to foul things before he fled. Alvaron frowned at this. Will you be able to continue your current projects as well? No, your grace. It will be rather exhausting and time-consuming, especially since I'm assuming you'd prefer I be circumspect while gathering my materials in Severn Low. Yes, of course. He exhaled hard through his nose. Damn and bother. Things were going so well. Who can I bring in to write letters while you're occupied? He said the last musingly mostly to himself i needed to nip that though in the bud i did not want to share credit for melowan's courtship with anyone i don't think that will be necessary your grace seven or eight days ago perhaps but now as you say we have her interest she is excited eager for the next contact if a few days pass with nothing from us, she will be disappointed, but more importantly, she will be anxious for the return of your attention. The mayor smoothed his beard with one hand, his expression pensive. I considered making a comparison to playing a fish on a line, but I doubted the mayor had ever engaged in anything so rustic as fishing. Not to presume your grace, but in your younger days, did you ever attempt to win the affection of a young lady? Alberon smiled at my careful phrasing. You may presume. Which did you find more interesting? The ones who leapt to your arms straight away, or those who were more difficult, reluctant, even indifferent to your pursuit? The mayor's eyes were far away with remembering. The same is true of women. Some cannot bear it when a man clings to them, and they all appreciate space to make their own choices. It's hard to long for something that is always there, Alvron nodded. There is some truth in that. Absence feeds affection, he nodded more firmly. Very well, three days. He glanced at the gear clock again. And now I must be, one final thing, your grace, I said quickly. The charm I will make must be tuned specifically to you. It will require some of your cooperation. And that's the page.
1: Sorry, I'm about to sneeze, so I'm, I'm not talking yet. Uh, uh, good lord. Well, I'm Jeremy. I'm Jordana. <laughs> and I'm Nick. Uh, I feel like Quoth is kind of fast talking the mayor here. He's he going like, "Well, I need uh, I need some time, you know. I need some time and some money to do this." And uh, uh, but don't replace me. No, 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 no. No one else can do it. You know, there's uh, there's a, it's good. It's good that she has to wait. Yeah, you know, you have, she has to leave her wanting more. Like I think that narrator Quoth is giving the impression that he's in control, but I. Personally, the way I'm reading this is that he's sort of like, maybe not struggling, but I I really have the sense that he is kind of working overtime to keep the job, but also get himself the extra time. I also think it's funny that the excuse he gives the mayor that women cannot bear it when a man clings to them. They all appreciate space to make their own choices. It's hard to long for something that is always there. That is so true of Denna. And it's not clear if Quoth realizes that this is true of Denna or if he's just kind of pulling it out of his butt without like realizing the truth of it. But that is, I think, part of why Dena likes him so much. That is it part of he why does... he likes her? Yeah, it's probably. So I think more more likely that's part of why he likes her. But like they give each other their space, and that might just be because they're not together a lot. But Quoth seems to. Uh, give her a fair bit of space. Sometimes I think by ignoring her actual invitations to give her less space. But uh, I do think this is true. Certainly, it's it's the mistake that the Jareds of the world make by uh, clinging to her. And I think that maybe Quoth is drawing from his recent experience seeing that happen to uh, to the Jared.
0: Well, I mean, it also kind of happened to him. He saw Jenna days in a row for a while, which is pretty unheard of. And then suddenly she disappears.
2: I think it's it can it's a fair assessment to say that Denna does kind of play hard to get and I think Quoth acknowledges on some level that he is susceptible to that. You know, he like and I think we've also discussed on this podcast that not, you know, some people like that game, some people like playing hard to get and some people uh either enjoy the the that game or don't realize it's being played on them and then other people myself being one of them uh have no interest in it and like if someone says is playing hard to get with me i assume they're not interested in me and i move on with my life but i mean when Quoth says what you know what, what he says to the mayor about like have you ever pursued a young lady like this is playing hard to get is like the most cliche dating advice you can give pretty much anybody and You know, it is also something that pickup artists tell you when they're teaching you to be a pickup artist is you want to uh, make them want to hang out with you and then deny your affection to them so that they will want it all the more when you do start giving it to them again. Uh, And I'm not saying that everybody who does this is being abusive or, or deliberately manipulative, but it is like it is an effective psychological tactic to use on somebody, you know, for that reason.
1: So you're saying that Quoth seeks the neg of the wind?
2: Yes, that's right.
0: What?
2: Well, you see, Jordana, another common pickup artist uh, tactic that they will use to score with chicks is to neg somebody. They will. That means. So what negging is is you you say something that's like a backhanded compliment or a thinly disguised insult to a hot girl that you want to bone. And that's going to make her want to prove to you that actually she's like cool and hot and good and you should fuck her.
0: Oh, that seems very backwards, but okay. (laughs) Yes,
1: it is. It is psychological and emotional manipulation and it is uh, not good.
2: Yeah, you shouldn't you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do it. But, you know, these pickup artists guys will tell you that it works. Duly noted. Yes, so Jordana, the next time you're picking someone up at a bar, you should definitely do that.
0: Thanks, Make sure to do it with
2: your
1: legs, not your back.
0: What? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) I do not understand. But leaving that aside. And back to the Uh, page that we're on.
1: In before Jeremy says this is proof that the mayor isn't gay uh i think that the mayor is smiling not at quoth's careful phrasing but at him you know kind of missing the mark it's like his private smile like oh you're you know what that was well you know that was very tactful but uh you're you're not quite not quite right i did not court young ladies i never tried to win the affection of a young lady
2: but i did play hard <laughs> to get with a lot of strapping burly sailors
1: yeah, he definitely... I there. I was knocking around in my mind a while ago the idea that he might not be gay, he might be ace, but I think that this is a... Uh, the fact that he had young romances, he, he this rings true to him, suggests to me that uh, he is not ace, he is a sexual being, uh, he just is not super interested in uh, the... what we may refer to as the ickier sex.
0: I mean, is it... Wait, I think we already discussed this, but couldn't he just be bi? Like... Can he not have like both options theoretically?
1: He he could be. I, I think he, I think he like doesn't particularly like women. I think he
0: Oh yeah. Right. We talked about how like he was not super into that. Yeah. Okay.
1: Anyone else is reasonable. This letter I'm opening. Maybe. This is on Tinker Tanner from Mike, the mighty who writes, Hey pagers. It's finally happened. I'm caught up to your current episode. It only took a year and a pandemic later. I've got something for the crack potheads out there. So I think we can all agree that tinkers in the world of Temarant are magical in nature. They show up when needed and always seem to possess items that can aid someone. For example, the tinker who Quoth meets on his way to Trebin tries to give Quoth several items that would have made his journey a lot easier. I believe tinkers are almost fake creatures of the world, carefully manipulating the events of Temarant to keep things peaceful. When they feel that they are needed, they are drawn to people to help steer them in the right direction. With me so far? But with every good force trying to keep the peace, there could be an opposite force working against them, almost like a light and dark side of the same creature. What if, dramatic pause, the Kithaea is a tinker, or like a tinker. He seems to have the same ability to see the future, but instead of trying to help those he comes across, he steers them to the most horrible future imagined. What if Tinkers and the Cathaya come from the same species of fae using the same types of magics? There is speculation that the Tinker and Hespi's story of Jax eventually became the Cathaya. What if it turns out that a Tinker is the true big bad? A Tinker's debt is always paid once for any simple trade, twice for freely given aid, thrice for any insult made. Cheers, signed Mike the Mighty. Mm. I, I love that. I think that... Uh, The Tinkers having access to the things that people will need, like they do clearly know what will be required. So they do have some sort of prescience and the idea that they are using it for good, for altruistic purposes, uh, as opposed to the Cathaya, who has the same power, but through a binding is trapped in one place, uses his power just to give advice that will cause the most harm. Like, that's really compelling to me. I love this theory.
0: I also like this theory, but I don't know if I believe it. Like, I love the concept, but I don't know if that's what Rothfuss is really going for.
2: Yeah, it seems pretty far-fetched to me. But then again, most things do.
0: So we hit all sides of the spectrum with this letter.
2: That's right. (laughs) Perfectly balanced as all podcasts should be. And I
1: think we can all agree that uh, the pandemic was good because it gave everyone a chance to catch up with our episodes.
2: No, our last listener just said that they haven't been driving as much so they haven't been listening as much. It's a real double-edged sword.
1: <laughs> well, listeners, write in and tell us. Was the pandemic good or bad?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we'll be even finer on another stage of The Wind. Wind. Wind.